If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, guys? This is Kalo from the Get Comfy Podcast. And before we get into the next episode, I want to talk about the sponsor of the Get Comfy Podcast, and that's Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. If you don't believe me, let me explain. First of all, it's free. Second of all, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also do the hard work for you and distribute your podcast to platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's pretty much everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, let's get into this episode. Three, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? What's that? I feel like kicking back, relaxing, getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown, and I'm joined by my co-host. What's going on? It's your boy, Lil Shitstain, as always. So, we are venturing into uncharted territory. No pun intended with uncharted, because (laughs) as of yesterday, as of yesterday, the PlayStation 5 just came into the world we have finally got to look at the console and some of the yes. games that are going to be a part of this launch presumably holiday 2020 but you know because of said virus and or limited supply of said console we oh, don't really yeah. know with the release date so we're going to break down some of the games coming out for the playstation 5 and some of the the ins and outs of this console to kind of give you an idea of what to expect out of this. So I first want to break down the looks of this console because there's a lot more to it than just the looks. But what do you think about the looks of the PlayStation five? Um, I, I was looking at it and I, they have the two versions. So they have the one with the disc drive and then the one without. And I like the one without more. I I think it looks it just looks sleek. It looks nice. It looks like something out of Destiny. But I don't know. It, it's um, it's weird. It's like it's basically what we all thought the future was gonna look like. Like with these yep. like these white plastic panels, and they you know they look like arches, and it it just they're they're making the future real. I guess. It looks like Kaiba with his collar popped up, you yes. know, just a hundred percent. But you did mention that they have a disc version and then a disc list version, which is going to be all digital games. And that yeah. one to me just looks more streamlined. You know, it's more, yeah. it's more just in and out. It looks like the Xbox 360. I'm not saying a hundred percent it is, but you <laughs> kind of get that little like impression vibe, like right in the middle. 
Yeah. But I do like the looks of this console. It's new. You don't really see anything like it. I'm going to buy an Xbox. That's not even a question. But <laughs> the fact that they're releasing on launch the uh, digital version of the PlayStation 5 and then the regular straight up disc version, it's good because I think the discless is going to be cheaper as well because that's kind of what we see with the Xbox. Yeah. And you get more people to buy in with that. The cheaper, the better. And whenever you release a console that has different tiers, you allow different people to get into their certain niches. But um, I like the blue LEDs. I think that looks cool. Mm -hmm. Someone said it looked like one of those Alienware PCs. It does. It It does, yeah. yeah, Exactly. Like, (laughs) I would believe that those LEDs could change colors because I think it does on the controller. If I'm not mistaken, I, I thought I, I seen so. some red. Yeah, um, um, that would be cool. Controllers, like when you connect different players, the f- player one is blue, player two is red, and I think player three is either yellow, and I think player four is green. Yeah, so like this also opens the door whenever they release like a special edition console, mm-hmm. maybe change the color of the light. I mean, not to spoil anything about this, but one of the launch titles for the PlayStation 5 is going to be Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. And I seen a render of what a special edition console could look like. And it was the all black console with the red lights and like the red Spider-Man logo. So that's something along the lines they can do. Do I think they're going to go that far? No, because they're Sony and like (laughs) even with Xbox, like they don't go that far. The only time Mm -hmm. they did go far was that R2D2 Xbox 360 that made the noise whenever you press the button. I remember they had uh, the the Modern Warfare 2 one. And whenever you turned it on, it was the uh, was it the UAV sound? It it was something. It was a different sound. It was pretty cool, but even then, they still kept the the Xbox green logo and now everything. So it was it was cool, but they could have. I'm a more. sucker for that. I'm a yeah. sucker for those things. Like you'll have my money right there. But speaking <laughs> of Spider-Man, Miles Morales, you know the question was raised. I was going through videos about the PlayStation Five, and they said that could they be that snarky and release the Spider-Man Miles Morales game as a DLC? to spider-man like the original one for the playstation 4 because it doesn't seem as if you know this game is too far off from spider-man like the one for the playstation 4 yeah and they could kind of be like well if you want spider-man like miles morales you can just buy another copy of this like i did with skyrim Mm -hmm. and you know this is what you get for the launch i think if they did that um i think they'd get a shit ton of backlash and i i don't think people would i I, people would buy it of course but i don't think it would be as much as many people as they thought and uh first off miles morales got rid of the flat top the flat top was fire what happened to the flat top (laughs) i don't know man I, i missed the flat top but it does look like a good game. It's also very close to the release of the first Spider-Man. So there's like they could have changed some some stuff, but with it being so close, I feel like they just like copied and pasted most of the game. Yeah, cuz it's still New York. It's just yeah. set in a different season. I imagine all the same assets, maybe some different like uh, 
post Spider-Man story. Yeah. Uh, I guess something's happened in New York City or whatever. But for launch title, this Spider-Man Miles Morales game is going right up against Halo Infinite. I think that's what it is. Halo Infinite, mm. Halo whatever. And that's going to be the duel of the holiday season. Halo versus Spider-Man. And it's just a good time to be alive in games because with these two titles going out in the world, it's going to be a good market. Yeah. And speaking of something coming out right at launch, GTA 5 was announced for the PlayStation 5, and you'll be getting it for free. So that's that's a good reassurance of people who've been playing GTA 5 online and investing so much money. Now they let you know, like, hey, this is going to be available for free. Come Mm -hmm. launch. You'll be able to play it. So with GTA 5 coming to the PlayStation 5, it gives like another great game i think personally it's one of the best games of all time that includes any other game in history um it also you know for your launch i always said this even about the xbox one when it came out that launch always kind of feels like a barren wasteland like you have your launch titles and then the drop off from there is significant them Mm -hmm. allowing like gta 5 to come up spider-man miles morales those are two great games to have like at launch to provide weeks of entertainment yeah and gta 5 still puts out updates which is insane because it's a seven-year-old game i think Mm -hmm. that rockstar is still passionate about this even though they released red dead redemption 2 within this time frame and they're still putting out updates for that so Moving on to another title that I'm pretty interested in is Ratchet and Clank Rifts Apart. Um, this game, this game franchise was kind of rebooted recently, and it's a game I used to play on the PlayStation 2. But to kind of see Ratchet and Clank going between dimensional portals, it kind of shows off the power of this console where loading doesn't seem to be an issue here. I know the constant struggle between PlayStation and Xbox was that PlayStation wants to load games faster while Xbox wants to load them in a more quality way. I guess that's a simple way of putting it. I know I can get into technical aspects here, but seeing Ratchet and Clank go through different dimensions to different cities and different towns and different areas, you kind of get... Especially so fast. Yeah, Yeah, that was the one thing I was like, wow, a game can actually do this now? Yeah, they did like six and 30 seconds. It was insane because it goes not only from different worlds, but night and day, kind of like water or like rain and like mist to cars and like civilian life. So Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is another game to look forward to. Um, Was there any other standout games to you here? I know I'm babbling on about these games, but were there any that you stood out? One game that I'm like, it's it's a childhood thing, but I uh, I grew up on Gran Turismo. I uh, that that was one of my favorite games, and I I used to play. I I started on three, and then I started to get competitive with my dad on four, and then we played five for a little bit on the PS3, but we didn't really play much of it, and then. Um, but now it's only exclusive for PlayStation, and they're coming out with Gran Turismo Seven. So, I, I'm kind of hyped for that. I I like racing games. Forza is one of my favorite games, and 
it's I, I don't know I'm I'm it's it's a very I'm on a very thin line from switching. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh-oh. This this is breaking news here. But because like, because you kind of had a taste of Gran Turismo and Forza, at least I think you play Horizon more often, right? Or do you, Oh you, yeah. yeah. So, do you think that Forza kind of overtook cuz I know Gran Turismo used to be the racing simulator. Do you think that Forza Horizon has kind of stepped up to the plate here and kind of took that crown from Gran Turismo? Or do you think that with this game coming out, there's a little chance, maybe? Well, I don't know. I I think with Forza Horizon, since since the first one, they, they've had the open world where you can drive wherever you want, you can do whatever you want. Um, and it, it just... It's a fun game. You can do, you know, like little stunt jumps and shit like that. You can just go around and fuck around. But for, you know, Gran Turismo, since the first one, it's always been, you know, you go to a track and you just race on the track. They they started to add in like the dirt tracks and everything, of course. But I um I I feel like if they can't get like that open world feel that Horizon can, I have a feeling they're not going to be able to compete as much. It's the fun aspect of Horizon that I like because for all intents and purposes, even the straight up Forza games, I don't like the, I don't, I guess this is the wrong term, but like the professionalism of it, I guess, like just sticking Mm -hmm. to like racetracks. Like I want to have fun with these cars. Like when's the last time you're going to be able to say that you jumped a Ford GT or like you're exactly. you're drifting with I don't know some pickup trucks I don't know like a Ford Raptor yeah. and like that's what Forza Horizon allows you to do it kind of takes you out of reality while still keeping you in there and mm-hmm. kind of just move on from Gran Turismo I'm gonna gloss over a few titles you got uh, Horizon Forbidden West which is a sequel to mm-hmm. um, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, Hitman Three Out of the Wild here. Um, I didn't expect another Hitman to be announced, but here we are with the Hitman 3. NBA 2K21, the detail on that game looked superb. It did. It looked pretty crazy. I as much, I mean, it's the same game every year. It's just different stats, but the graphics did look pretty sick. They were hitting different. And to kind of close out the gaming aspect of this, this um, event, Resident Evil 8, village was announced for 2021 and Mm. i got into resident evil around resident evil 5 that was kind of like my intro to this this game and this this whole story with this being announced re8 village i think that for a lot of people who play this game like religiously they said that it kind of lost its footing after four five six Mm. and then Seven, it kind of got back on track. I think seven was the one where you were in the the house with like that family or whatever. My yeah, and the the they you were trying to rescue your girlfriend. Yep, I remember that she was possessed. Yeah, dude, she was wild. But um, she was. <laughs> Re Eight Village is coming out for twenty twenty one, and I want to move on to the actual console itself. So we did say that there was going to be a disc version versus an all digital version. But also, mm-hmm. they not only announced that, but they gave you a kind of a look into the ecosystem of this console where you're going to be getting all these different accessories. I'm just going to read off a few. 
a wireless dual pulse headset, which I guess is going to be like their version of the Xbox mic, whatever. It, every console has to have its own mic. There's going to be an yeah. entertainment remote. So I guess there's going to be aspects of you can watch Netflix, Hulu, like the typical entertainment aspect of this. Also, I think with the remote, what they're trying to do is they're trying to do like the, you know, how Xbox has the TV option yeah, where you can like hook up the cable box and you can just watch TV straight through the Xbox. I think they're trying to do that with the with the playstation 5 because they were they tried to do it with the playstation 4 but it took years for them to develop it and by the time that they did nobody really gave a shit so i think they're trying to one-up xbox with that feature yeah the idea of like an all-in-one console i mean i enjoy the fact that i can turn on my xbox and kind of jump between what i do like i can play games go to YouTube, and then if, like, a game's on TV or if I want to watch, like, Monday Night Raw or something, I'll go to TV. Like, it's a simple, mm-hmm. all-integrated process. And I think nowadays, like, especially, like, because we're stuck inside, having a console that can kind of have everything all bundled in one is great, especially for, like, people using it on the daily. Um, another aspect of, like, this ecosystem that they introduced was a charging dock for your controllers that kind of look like the top half of the console, you can kind of just plop your controllers down and there's your charging dock. It's a, it's a nice feature to have. Also, they released an HD camera that you're going to be able to put, I guess, in lieu of like a connect or something. Uh, I, yeah. It'll take advantage of uh, maybe there's video chat features. Maybe there's games that like kind of capitalize on motion. I know PlayStation VR might be a big deal in this. I, I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Just speaking on what is available, I guess, come launch. You're going to be spending a lot of money and they didn't even announce the price yeah. and or release date. Like whenever I said holiday 2020, I just kind of assumed that if this is when the Xbox is coming out, PlayStation's got to release at the same time. But yeah. people are saying that this is going to be an expensive console. Do you ha- do you think that what's your guess on like a price range for this system? Um, What was the price range on the Xbox? Did they say? They're both of these companies like and again, this this is a quote always floating around. Both companies are kind of playing chicken with the idea of, well, when's Sony going to do it? When's Xbox going to do it? And I feel like with Xbox having their kind of what my uh, with Sony just did happening in July, they might announce the price there. They might even undercut Sony. So I'm guessing, Hmm. you know, for at least Xbox, five hundred dollars. And, yeah. you know, maybe the PlayStation 5 right around that, maybe a little over. The, the Xbox One was around, what, three, 300, 350? Something like, like when that. when it first came out. So with all, like, th- these better processors and everything like that, it's basically going to be running at PC speeds, which is pretty crazy. So they're going to have to bump it up a little bit. I, I would say like 500 like 4 475 to 500 is where i'm gonna put my price range for i I would say both consoles Uh, maybe xbox might drop theirs a little bit because they're not releasing or are are they they're not releasing as much as the playstation 5 because they they put on all these add-ons the headset the 
you know, all that. As it stands right now, we kind of don't know what's coming at launch directly. Uh, they already know the Halo game is coming right away. And there's all these other yeah. tidbits of games that are coming out. And, you know, I think when you're all said and done buying your PlayStation 5 with, if, say, you need a headset, you obviously need uh, maybe a charging dock because PlayStation heads are always one to be, we got rechargeable batteries, we don't need it. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it's all said and done, you're walking away with maybe an extra controller as well. I would say $700, $800 for a whole console and then that's not even factoring in games like you get spider-man but what happens if hitman 3 drops what happens if ratchet and clank drops you know Mm. horizon forbidden west those games 60 bucks a piece it's gonna be a lot it is it's gonna rack up i i've i don't know I, I, I think it's gonna be on that border i think it's gonna be on the 475 to 500 and i think they're just gonna put bigger prices on the little things in, instead of, you know, including them. Yeah, that's a given. I f- that's a good point to make as far as, you know, maybe drop the price of your console, but increase the price of all the accessories because, you know, people are going to mm-hmm. need an extra controller. And I feel like that's where they'll make their money, like post-release, yeah. is like controllers and stuff like that. Like the the TV ro- remote is not needed, you know. It, it's not something that needs to be included with the console itself. So if someone wants to go and buy it, just slap a slap a big price on it. That's that's how you're gonna make your money. But if they if they bump up the price for the console itself just to include those uh, different features, I don't think it's gonna get the response that they wanted. Yeah, and. Looking at what Xbox did, they announced that there's going to be like this little dongle that attaches to the console for extra space, extra memory. We haven't heard anything Mm -hmm. like that from PlayStation at all or Sony. So Hmm. there's even that aspect of if you're going to get the all digital, is there going to be more storage space or are you going to have to buy an extra hard drive to kind of allow more games to be downloaded? But for the PlayStation 5, I think they were saying that the the uh storage is like 830 gigabytes or something right yeah because like especially nowadays like all these call of duty updates i know when halo mm-hmm. halo 4 i think i have it on my xbox one that's a lot of storage space that's like, that's like almost a quarter of my hard drive just halo yeah and you know looking at sony with all these games rendering as fast as they can you know it's going to take up a lot of space. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle the storage aspect, but performance wise and lineup, like just straight up, I got to give it to Sony this round. PlayStation looks like they're going to be killing the game here, but Xbox has to clap back with something now because right now they're kind of just sitting there. Yeah. I, I hope they, I hope they pull it out because I, I, I say that I'm going to switch over. I don't think I am. But I, I, um, I don't even know. A lot of my friends are looking into it. I don't really give a shit what they think. I'm going to play what I want. I, I've always, I started on PlayStation, right? I started with the PlayStation 2. And then I switched to Xbox 360 around the time that Black Ops 1 came out. And that kind of got me hooked. And then I've been Xbox ever since. So I, I bought my own Xbox One. 
and I I, I think I'm gonna stick with uh with Xbox on this one. I I don't think it's time to switch yet. It's kind of like a thing where, like I I pretty much followed the same steps you did. I went from PlayStation Two to Xbox Three Sixty, and I've been the same ever since. But what's gonna move consoles is one games like what's available and two mm-hmm. what are your friends playing like if your friends are going to be playing all on playstation 5 not saying you will but like a majority of consumers are going to move regarding like how their friend group plays and yeah you know once you're in the ecosystem of like say xbox you invest so much in games controllers storage you know it's kind of hard to pull out and you know what i wanted to do was I wanted to get the Xbox um, Series X, but I want to go back and get the PlayStation 4 Pro, maybe at a reduced mm. price, and like kind of have the best of both worlds. Because at the end of the day, okay. you know, the idea of like a better performing console doesn't really matter to me. One, because I don't have a 4K TV, so pretty much all this yeah. graphic stuff doesn't apply to me because my TV can't even do it. <laughs> and, you know... I don't really care that much about seeing every hair on someone's head. Like it's cool. Don't get me wrong. And like, if I can have, if I had a 4k TV, I'd be like, ah, you know what, whatever, I'll go to whatever console. But for me, at least that just doesn't matter. I'm another thing that I'm like with PlayStation, we, me and my friends were talking about this. It, they have, a lot of the good exclusive games but they're also more of single player games and if if the console is just going to be made to play single player games there's no real you know and, and it's just i don't know so if you're a loner I just, just play just playstation yeah basically (laughs) xbox is for people who have friends that's what we confirmed (laughs) no but like i get what you mean like for spider-man miles morales single player game ratchet and clank rift Mm -hmm. apart single player game resident evil single player game but that's going to be on xbox as well gran turismo you know you can play multiplayer whatever but like a majority of the exclusives for them which is what sony is strong in they're all single player majority of them are yeah. Would they add multiplayer aspects to games like Spider-Man? I don't know how it would work, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, you, I mean, unless they do, like... Oh, um, oh. <coughs> okay. <laughs> unless they do... <laughs> unless they do, like, a, a multiverse, like, multiplayer or something. That's what they could do. The multiverse player or some shit. I don't it's know. It's got to be, like, a co-op campaign. Kind of like, a co-op yeah, campaign. And different Spider-Mans popping Everybody out. can be a different Spider-Man. And why the fuck are we saying this on the podcast? We're about to make fucking millions. <laughs> we got to market this. This is ours. Can trademark. We, everything. Can we... Yeah, verbal trademark <laughs> something? <laughs> We know what we're just gonna put it there. I'll put it at the front of the episode. This is all trademarked. Word. If yo, if Sony comes out with this, we need to blast this. We need to expose them because that would be crazy. But no, to, to do like the if you were able to do like the missions with everybody, like a co-op, that'd be pretty cool. And you could all you could do exactly like what the multiverse did, where they had the different. Uh, the different Spider-Man, or you know, they had Spider-Pig, and then they Spider had Spider uh, People. 
Yeah. The spider people. We're all inclusive here. <laughs> <laughs> if they did one where you could be multiple spider people, I think it'd be pretty dope. They, that would be a good you know, add-on. You know, I'm thinking about it now, and the light bulb went off in my head. I assume they're going to be dropping Into the Spider-Verse 2 sometime soon. I don't know. Yeah. I assume maybe 2021, if, if all goes. If they're coming out with the Miles Morales game, something's coming. You see what I'm saying here? Maybe they're just like, yeah. they can do like GTA where they're like, we're going to drop the single player experience. You will play that until you finish it. And then maybe you can go back and we'll have different people like a multiplayer experience yeah. with different people from into the Spider-Verse or something like that. I don't know, mm -hmm. but we stray too far from the point, and this was kind of just a roundup of the PlayStation 5 and what we heard so far. But believe me, over the summer, we will be keeping a close eye on Xbox and what they're going to do, and then PlayStation, if yes. anything else drops, we will deliver the news right to you. But that about does it here for the Get Comfy Game Break. I hope y'all enjoyed. This show goes live every Friday morning. The Get Comfy Lowdown goes live every Wednesday morning, and then the Get Comfy Podcast goes live every Sunday morning. All again at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.